Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Shea. Welcome to my podcast, Shaycation, Living the Abundant Life, where we will encourage and empower each other to live the full life in Christ. You know, life with God is a trip. What we believe about his goodness determines how great of a trip your life can be. Join me on my Shaycation and let's have a blast on this trip with God that we call life. In this final portion of a three-part broadcast, I continue to share my testimony at Destiny Worship Center in Miramar Beach, Florida. Let's learn how to honor God with practical tips on how to move forward with Him. Now stay until the end so I can pray for you. All right, so what did I do? Now Mike and I are better, things are good, we still have our moments. Like I said, we're both human. There are days when I have to check my paycheck. Who do I work for? Oh, yeah, Love and Respect Ministries. Oh, yeah, I lead. Oh, I'm the Respectfully Yours leader and consultant. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> Had a bad day. We're human. But what made me be obedient besides my love for God and my remembrance of what he did for me back there and my hope that he might do something for me here? He showed me something, and I want to share this with you so that you can walk out of here tonight with practical applications, and we'll go through this really quick. The first one is three R's, okay? So the first R. We need to recognize the lies that we're believing. When I would walk into a room and Mike would say, what's wrong now? I would hear, he's hopeless, you're pathetic, this will never change, this is bad, your kids will be better off without him. You need to recognize what those lies are. 2 Corinthians 11.3 says, But I'm afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your minds will be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. There is a simplicity in, a, in your devotion to Christ. But we can let hurt and pain distract us. And when we're distracted, we become deceived. So you need to recognize, what is that? Things will never change. Or what about... Ooh, respect. I can't do that. Replace is the second R. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and perfect will. We need to transform our mind. We need to recognize what the lies are that we're believing. Things will never change. Hmm... That's funny because God's word says with God all things are possible. Ephesians 3.20 says that God can do more than we can think, ask, imagine, or dream. I can't do this. Obviously, I said that a lot, and I acted on it by emailing Dr. Emerson and trying to leave. But Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through, through Christ who strengthens me. God does not give you a command that he doesn't equip you to do. He will help you do it. He knows you can't do it on your own. That's why he, the Holy Spirit's called the helper. We need help. And when we fail, we get back up. And we keep moving forward. Recognize, replace. The third one, repeat. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ. Romans 10, 17. Do you know the more that we speak God's word, out loud, our faith gets built up, and you're putting the enemy on notice. 
So when your things start to get, if, if things get worse before they get better, it doesn't happen all the time, so don't freak out, but sometimes it does, so don't be shocked. Be prepared. Just be prepared. Like, ooh, yeah, we, I saw this coming. And as you speak the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word, the only offensive weapon in the armor of God, you speak that out, you're praising God and reminding Him of His promises, not that He needs reminding, but you're praying for that. You're putting the enemy on notice of who you're believing and who you're serving, and you are building your faith. And do you know what happened to me? The very final time I walked into that room and I heard, what's wrong now? The Spirit of God came back to me and said, with God, all things are possible, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens, me, strengthens you. And when you have the Word of God come out instead of the negative lies, ladies, you are empowered. I want to tell you that when you're obedient to God, yes, even in your marriage, even when you're your husband he will elevate you to a place in your home that you used to fight for my husband would start coming to me saying hey could I have your opinion could, could you tell me what's going on I, I've got a question what do you think about this what do you think you mean I don't have to w just stomp in and say I think you need to do you should do that you should do you know what you don't think you make those faces we do no, I just told him very kindly, well, I really suggest that maybe you should consider, no, you got this look on your face like, what are you doing it that way for? <laughs> think about it, here's assignment, go home, think about a little discussion, a loving discussion that you had, and create the mood, but then don't, don't keep it the whole night, do it in the mirror, and see your, look at the face that your <laughs> other half sees, You'll be shocked. If you were in my group, I would pass around a mirror and I'd make you do it in front of everybody. So <laughs> I'm not leading a group here, so you're all safe. But just try that. Recognize, replace, repeat. What a shame that I could have missed God's best because I was believing lies, because I didn't want to let go of um, pain and hurt and disappointment. Some of you have been deeply wounded by your spouse or by someone else. The blood of Jesus heals all things, all wounds. He can take your misery and make it your mission. Failed marriages were two of the most miserable experiences of my life. And God is using it so that you can have hope that he can do more than you think, ask, or imagine. Now, some of you need to be a Kate. Some of you have powerful testimonies. You may even not know their testimonies. Revelation 12, 11 says, they will, you will overcome him, the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and the power of testimony. Your testimony of what God's done in your life brings hope and life to someone else who desperately needs it. Well, you'll, they'll just think I'm weird. Yeah, I thought Kate was weird too. Do you know what I have to say to Kate today? I am so thankful for her. I would kiss her feet if she were here. And she's praying for all of you right now because she knows I'm here. She's praying for every one of you here. One woman 
telling a story, faithfully proclaiming Jesus to someone who didn't want to hear it, is speaking to hundreds right now about the glory of God. And I, that has nothing to do with me. If God did that for me, he wants to do that for everybody here. He wants us all to go out and proclaim his goodness, his mercy. Aren't marriages falling apart everywhere? Be the light on the top of the hill, a lamp in the city. Be the salt. Go. Put your big girl panties on and say, I'm going to do this for Jesus. <laughs> Some of you need to be an Amy. Some of you need to speak the truth in love to your friends. They may have walked completely away from the Lord, or they may be serving the Lord in the church and doing wonderful things for the glory of God, but you know that in their home they are not being a godly wife. Do you know that God sees when you walk away from your ministry job? Or God sees behind closed doors too? Yes. It's time for some Christian women to take off those masks and be real and be authentic. Christian women, we have enough fake book. It's time that people see, yeah, this picture looks great. Wow, you look, your marriage is so wonderful. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you what God did in it. Let me tell you how God changed my heart. Some of you need to speak the truth in love. And if that person hates you for it and walks away, that's between them and God. Amy's another person. I would kiss her feet if she were here too. Some of you may be like me back in the day or even not too long ago where God was distant. He wasn't real to you. I'd like to pray for you now. If everyone could just close their eyes and bow their heads. Your name is written in his book and has been since the beginning of time. And it is no accident that you were here tonight. You were prayed here, God drew you here, you thought it was for food and fellowship and shopping and giveaways and great music and yes, that's important. Very important and fun. God is a fun God. But there's a bunch of you here tonight that God drew you because he wants you to personally know him. You know, Scripture says that when we ask our Father for bread, he will not give us a stone. It's okay to ask him for a sign. We shouldn't rely on that, but it's okay. So if you have never made Jesus your Lord and Savior, if you have never experienced him in a personal way, if you've never committed your life to him, I'd like to invite you to do that now. In your heart, quietly, repeat after me. Jesus, I'm a sinner, and I've made a lot of mistakes, and I'm sorry. Forgive me. I believe that you died on a cross, a horrific death, and rose again on the third day, all for me, just me. Come into my heart, 
be the savior of my life, but also be the Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, fill me fresh with your presence. Fill me with renewed hope and joy. Fill me to overflow. Have my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You can find any resources mentioned in my podcast by going to lisasheaministries.com. Click on podcast and look for the show notes where we'll have links for resources to help you continue on this trip called life.